I think uh, Monero is great. I think Monero will increase overall with the price of the rest of the market. I think it's the, um, I, I think it's right now the premier uh, privacy coin. Because oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Welcome to Cash Daddies, where banking fatties. Hell, hell, most of the gang's here. Joining me as always, one half of the ass brothers, <laughs> ass ass brothers, Chris Neff, and the guy with the best mustache in the game, the most stable, he's the stable coin of Cash Daddy's, <laughs> Evan Hand. Oh, whoa, 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 that's Evan Hand? I thought that was Zane Helberg. Dude, I was going to shout him out, too. You well, you know what? Leave Come it on. to the professionals, okay? Know, know your place and do what you do best. I love it, dude. I love it. Crazy week. I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Who wants to go first? Because Daddy's got something to show everybody. I, hold on, before you get to show and tell, I got to tell you about my week that was. Okay. Um, this weekend, as you may have noticed, if you follow my uh, Twitter or my Instagram, I got into a huge pot limit Omaha smash and grab game with an absolute degenerate. You live for these kind of moments, and by pot limit Omaha, I mean poker guy stuff, something that you don't know how to do. And I'm in this. I'm poker. about to show you what kind of guy stuff I got. Okay, so you, you worry about that. Keep your thunder in your pants. I got Go into a poker game with a guy who literally had full-on leprosy on one arm. Okay, and I've been playing poker for 20 years, and I've seen guys walk in with gangster rolls. Yeah. This guy walked in with a garbage bag of money. Yeah. Okay. Got, just to let you know what L.A. area yeah. casino people are like. Have you ever been to a, like a, a restaurant that has like a D from the health department? Correct. And you it's look at like house. the cooks. Yes. This is every every it cook is, from every shitty restaurant. It's the Denny's fucking food poisoning breakout. <laughs> that's who's that's who's gambling. It is it is like the worst Denny's you'll ever walk into, and it so, is the worst. So I'm at this game. I haven't been back in a year and a half because of COVID. And I walk in and it's like, hey, it's cheers. You know, everybody's calling each other their names. And we've got our certain chairs that we sit in. And I'm hanging out with my, uh, my mentor, Peter. He's like 82 years old and he's on oxygen. And he's talking about scoring pussy and the Dodgers. And uh, I sit down and then this guy walks up. And he's got a garbage bag full of money. He literally looked over to the floor and said, do you have one of those machines that counts money so you can bring it back to me in chips? And the guy's like, we can't do that, sir. That's not allowed here. So he keeps going into this Why garbage. Why allowed? You keep, what, what are they, a bank? You can't just go and use somebody's uh, cash count yeah, machine. Yeah, they this sort is, of are, right? Well, it is true because I do have a safety deposit box there, which is a cheap workaround, by the way, if you ever want to avoid paying uh, for a security, a safety deposit box, go to Hollywood Park. It's 50 bucks for the year. I keep everything in there. It's important. I've got used 
my favorite used condom wrapper in there for Christ's sake. It's a memory that I'll have for I don't life. Think that means nobody knows what that means. Well, nobody wants to know what that means. Evan's so, from a generation that has doesn't even know condoms exist. <laughs> it's true. You don't. Um, so anyway, this guy sits down and he dumps five grand in the game in literally 45 minutes. And he just keeps going into the cash bag. At one point, he tries to put $3,000 cash on the table and they're like, sir, that's not allowed. And we're like, shut the fuck up. Let him do it. Let him do it. And of course they denied him. So I played, I took him for a huge chunk of money Friday uh, night. And then I was like, I got to go sleep this off. And by the way, guess who I ran into who is a comic and a card player? Billy Bonnell. Billy is a big card player, which I didn't know. So then I'm like, I'm taking Saturday off. And then I get the call, you know, because I'm juiced in. I got people on the payroll there. And they're like, he's back. So I head back down. And then I sit with this guy for another five hours. Can't catch a run of cards. Every time I get it in, he's sucking out. He's raising $150 pre-flop every hand. And it was one of those games where all you can do is get it in good. And sometimes the cards are going to fall and sometimes they're not. But a real, real lesson in life in what I never want to become, which is a walking, walking gambler's anonymous meaning. The guy's literally talking out loud to himself. And then he tells us he's a legal drug dealer, which is a, never a good move to tell people that you're a drug dealer. Uh, pot, grows pot, says it's legal. And then about an hour later, he's like, by the way, I've got some in my trunk if you need some. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I feel like I'm getting set up. None of this makes sense. How much weed you get? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> nothing, nothing to write home. And I don't even smoke weed, I'm, you know? I just like having it around the house. Okay. So, so uh, interesting weekend. Last weekend, um, I do need to point out a few highlights. BCRX keeps doing its thing. We had a nice pop in OCGN. Um, I know a lot of people are holding that, uh, BRPHF also, which I told people to buy, uh, which is galaxy digital there. They had a very good week. And of course, uh, I made a mistake. I will never, never say I don't make mistakes. I bought score, which is basically the Canadian ESPN and they are a huge brand. And I bought them a couple of times. And every once in a while, I'm like, I got to trim some positions. Things aren't moving. I was short on cash because I gave all my money to AT&T accidentally. And then what happens? I get the big heads up. Yep. A bunch of users are like, Neff, you made me so much money. SCR is up 80% in one day. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Mm -hmm. I sold it. Congrats to the readers that held. Penn National bought them out. So now we have, you know, we have a pretty tight race between Penn and DraftKings. I still like DraftKings in the long run, but to all, all the people that were worried about holding Penn, I think it, it I wouldn't drop Penn right now either. Um, there, constantly. Yeah, there, this space has so much competition in it and everybody's got their eyes on the prize, which is the NFL. So whoever gets the most, um, you know, retention from their, their betters, that's who you're going to see in the long run. I still think DraftKings is the clear winner because they spend so much money trying to get those users. Uh, also, one note, I did buy an uh, option on Pinterest. Um, as you can imagine, I'm a huge fan of Pinterest. Um, a lot of my uh, uh, crafting with cat hair people are, are on Pinterest. That's where I learned the craft itself. And, uh, you know, 
I don't think you can beat a better Sunday than waking up and realizing it's International Cat Day and having two cats on you, just giving you all the love in the world. So a great week turned into a better weekend. Um, That's where I'm at. Now, I'm assuming you've got something in your pants that you're going to pull out that's going to scare us all. So why don't we just- That's not how I roll. Evan, do you have anything you want to say? And I'd like to, uh, then I'll go. What do you got, anything? I think- we handed the readers free money last week because we were absolutely on fire <laughs> with all of our picks. Swear, buddy. Neff, BRPHF, that was up 15% this week. Uh, myself with the square pick, 11% this week. And then Howie, JWN, Nordstrom, 8% this week. Dude, the deal 82 bought uh, calls on Nordstrom's and uh, did 130% flip. Uh, now keep in mind he's a ballsy guy and he buys light in the loafers delights like i buy cat treats but he cranked it so shout out to him for having the balls to pull that what makes something a light in the loafer delight well again a light in the loafers delight is when you buy a a an option that's one week or less so you don't have a whole lot of time you can buy a same day option that closes in the same day that's what we call zero days to expiration that is super junky shit. It's the equivalent of that guy at the poker table I ran into. I don't like to trade um, uh, Light in the Loafers Delights because I feel like I have to clock watch and I just don't have that type of life to live anymore. Uh, also, E, huge shout out on Square. You couldn't have timed that better. They bought uh, the Australian company Afterpay, which immediately, you know, pushed them up. I want to say like 11% uh, the day after. Or Hold on, Jacko Square too. Huh? Jack, Jack Bones no. Twitter. Oh, Jack Dorsey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. This guy owns yes. everything. Yes. It's annoying. And, and, and again, he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do conference calls. He's like the international man of mystery. I won't be surprised if he gets McAfee'd at some point. He's a very mysterious person. No, he plays ball. He's not an outlaw. He's a, he's a useful uh, token. Useful idiot? Gets play- no, not useful idiot. He's okay. part of the, the, the team. Okay, so can you tell us about your week? Because oh, I know, yeah. I know that you said you were going to buy some stuff. You were like, dog, well, I'm going to buy it Well, I want to say something week. that my love of holding stuff cost me a nice grand. GE shot up, dude. I go look at my thing. It's I'm, I'm up a thousand something dollars. And I'm like, oh my God, Howie, it's up. I'm so excited. I knew I should have sold right there. <laughs> And, and I didn't, and now I'm down 150 bucks. Wow! So you went on an 1,100 swing on GE. Are you sure this just isn't the reverse split, and you're re- reading it wrong? I did not read it wrong. It said gains 1,100. Yeah, I think you're reading it wrong. I think there was just a reverse split, and sometimes 24 no, hours. I know. I would have sold it, made millions. Millions. Okay. Millions well. of dollars. <laughs> I would have made millions. We'll get we'll get back to that. So, he was amazing. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about your week? Because I so know. So then, you- dude, I decide, you know, because part of me is into like the world's come to an end. What can I buy? I want to take my digital and make it physical, right? You bought a house? Congratulations. I, I bought no, not yet. Close. I'm getting you close. Finally stopped leasing and you bought a car? No. I'm out of guesses. Fat chunk of gold no way like a nugget 
I bought a I bought some gold, bro. I does bought it, some gold. Does it have I a panther on something it? Else, bro. Does it have a panther on? Oh my it? god, here we go. Oh, uh, somebody went to the pawn shop. It's gonna Bang! Be oh, oh Bang! <laughs> is that the MR82 from Aliens with the uh rocket launcher as No, well? dude, it's not. Don't fucking piss me off, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay. Time out. There's people in that house right now. <laughs> Safety's okay. on, don't worry. There's nothing in here. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck around. I do safety, bro. See, I don't put my finger on there, bro. All right. I'm calling Dana. That is getting returned tomorrow. I <laughs> that don't want is that not getting house. returned tomorrow. I'm an American. I have the right to own arms. And I just <laughs> bought this bad boy. <laughs> is it one that you make? Is it one that you make? No, this is not a print 3D printer gun. Okay. okay. What is it? This shoot? is a Caltech dog. Okay. Is that a shotgun? Yeah, bro. But yeah. here's the cool thing. I got these little bullets for it, right? These tiny slugs, tiny ones. Yeah. Right. And I can put instead of like a couple, I could put like seven in here. So when the zombies come, I'm just like. Bull click back. clack, motherfucker. Click okay. clack. Bang, bang. Sleep time, zombie. Sleep time. As long as we're uh, talking about the, uh, the apocalypse uh, and we, we'd like to make predictions around here, when do you see the zombie apocalypse coming? And I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong here, that the people that are vaccinated turn into the zombies? Is that Listen, the working dude, theory? We've done surveys. People don't like to get political on the show, so I'm not going to get political, right? I'm not. So don't worry about it. Okay. Just know. This, this okay. guy reads. Just, just so you know, just so you know, it's getting returned by the end of the week. Hey, who are you, mom? <laughs> Somebody has to be. No, it's called, dude, invest in guns, gold, property. That's what I'm buying. That was I can a turn show. around and someday sell this bad boy. Have you ever to. taken a firearms safety course? Yeah, not really, but maybe <laughs> with some friends. Okay. Would oh, you be opposed to doing that? No, I'm going safe. to do that. My Croft Maga instructor does teach. He says he'll teach me. Oh, he moonlights with a gun safety course? Yeah, the guy's a killing machine. Part of that is with the gun, okay? Okay. What is the gauge on that gun? Is that a 12? I don't know. Ask your mother. Bang, bro. <laughs> so that was my okay. week, bro. Okay. That okay. was my week. Hold, hold on, hold on. Fast, dude. Okay. You I'm just, going out in okay, time out. Time out. You just failed gun safety 101. Why? You just set it down. Okay. Did you put it back in the case and close the case? Did There's you check literally the nobody in my house right now? Okay. That could change. What if somebody shows up and says, Hey, it's been a long time and they pick it up. What if a child walks in right now while you're walking around taking a fucking 30 minute? Well, dude, uh, dude, are you menstruating right now? My God. Are you having can hot you, flashes? Can you? Who are you least, watching MSNBC on Drip, bro? Okay, can I see, you at least that's close? Where I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> can you put, can just close the case. What if okay. Dana walks in right now? She knows I got a gun. Okay. Do you have bullets? Excuse me, shells, as we call them in the industry. In the industry, I do. What? Why would you buy a gun without shells? <laughs> Bullshit. Show me your shells. You want to see my shells? Yeah, I do. 
Show okay, you I owe me a hundred dollars. You want another hundred? I already paid you and you're so retarded. You never paid me. Buddy, you didn't even thank me. I was like, I cash or Venmoed you, and I was like, wow, he's not I even never got thank it, me. bro. Well, I you know what? It. It's because you don't even look. I do look, bro. I do look. I, I Venmoed it to you the again. day after I lost. Let's see. I didn't see it, but let me go see if I got some. Oh, I've got so money. many people paying me so much money. I don't even look to you see. You totally get it, bro. Yeah, and I totally didn't get a thank you for uh, paying you. Oh, I've. Why do I have eighty dollars? Why'd you send me eighty? I sent you a hundred. You probably spent twenty on a fucking bag of balloons. Gross. Or a fucking blow blow gun. Gross. Machine. All right. Gross. So okay. gross. Speaking of what you just referenced, um, we did have a reader poll. I think we should acknowledge some of the highlights. Evan, do you mind bringing them up? You want the whole thing up? Just the highlights. Just the part where they talk about how much they love me and they want to uh, make Sweeters the official king of Cash Daddies so we can dethrone um, Jim Jones Tripoli as our anointed leader. I'm really grossed out right now. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are saying, uh, "What we?" so I asked, I asked the question, what will you change about Cash Daddies? A lot of people said, we want Neff to fully transition. <laughs> and I'm not against that if it means if it's for the better of the show. And like I've told you, man, I will transition if I know I can transition back. So if science catches up, I will do it. But I have to be guaranteed I can transition back. Guys, listen, Neff has told me if we get to 20,000 listeners, he will reenact that scene <laughs> from Silence of the Lambs. I will fuck me. Buddy, by the way, by the way, Mangina. You know what? That's actually not the scene I do. I do the one where Jody walks in and he's got the business cards in his hand and then he drops them like this and then turns around the corner. I can do that one, but I won't do the Mangina scene. No, if we get to 20,000, you do the Mangina dance. Thank you, Neff. Uh, we okay. have another one saying, cut all, cut all the gay and transitioning stuff. Don't want to hear about it. <laughs> all Perfect. right, that's out. Perfect. That's out. It's out. That's out. That's um, out. No more. That was the last joke ever. And then we also have a split room. We got all the people who want the, the cat butthole talk. And then all the people are saying, shut the fuck up about the cats. You know, I think those have... are all Russian bots made by Chris Knapp. <laughs> he gets to talk about cat yeah. did you How know... many responses did you give this? Uh, I didn't respond. <laughs> uh, did you know that we had many requests that people want a squirting channel on Cash Daddies? I mean, many, come on, guys. Two? Not, no, 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 no. I had at least five DMs on squirting. And uh, I will, I'm not, I'm, here's the thing. People say you're gross. It's piss. You are gross. Since, since when does piss taste like, um, I, like Snapple is my question. It's not piss. Okay. So I'm just going to end great. it there. Go ahead. All Evan. right. That's the end. Okay. So that's <laughs> it, man. That was great. Thank you for your polls. We, we learned what we already knew. Okay. We learned what we already knew. Evan, a right. couple more, a couple more highlights, Evan. No, no, no more highlights. There's, there's there, a couple. There couple hasn't been highlights. one highlight. It's all low lights right now. It's we all got low good lights. feedback. We got good yeah. feedback. That I'll, that that segment was the WNBA highlights of our sports center right now. Okay. On that note, I want to give a shout out to our boosters on the Discord. I was supposed to do it last weekend. I forgot. Keep in mind these boosters. They're providing uh, perks for your, your favorite emojis of me uh, coming in my pants. 
um, you know, what, whatever emoji you want created, somebody will do it. We have one of, uh, what is it? Uh, buy only guy. These things cost money. So shout out to Arthur Diamond Hands, who is also going to be contributing to some production on the show around here. Ben Arfs, Dave Sarah, drunk as always Dave Sarah, General Butt Naked, uh, who is also a mod. Dave's a mod. Uh, Junglist 420, Lil Goat, The B-Side, The Deal 82, Not Afraid to Spread His Cash Around After Banking 130% uh, Light in the Loafers Delight, To The Moon 3, a mod, who, by the way, I do want to sneak in a pick. He says, if you're looking for a great um, uh, uh, tradable, swing tradable uh, uh, crypto, he says, check out Cosmos. And then finally, Warp Rider. We appreciate that as well as your fine work in Top Gun, by the way. So we thank you guys for supporting that Discord and making it all that it is. So um, what else? Anything we got to get guys, to? Guys, we got a great guest coming up here. And today's yep. guest is brought to you by our good friends at Ladder. That's right. Ladder is a 100% digital, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply $3 million in coverage or less, insurance man right Neff? you're talking about life insurance right i'm talking about life insurance buddy we're talking about there, life if there's anybody that needs life insurance with the way they live and uh the kids they have it's you can you yeah please for sure and that's i'm being dead serious i'm super excited about ladder and i'm gonna be probably using it as soon as we get off here okay as soon right. as we get done talking about crypto and whatever cat b-holes we're going to talk about listen ladders 100 digital guys you just need a few minutes a phone a laptop to apply ladder smart algorithms work in real time so you'll find out instantly if you're approved and guess what i know you're i believe in you guys you're going to get approved okay if you prefer to talk to a person their team of licensed agents doesn't work on commission and they'll help you and not upsell you i can't stand upsells okay you ever go to the like when you're at the store and they're like, Is that it? Me, bitch. like are you judging me right now, bro? Yeah. Are you judging you don't, me? Cause you don't want the 48 out eight ounce soda and the yeah. extra, extra large fries. Anything comes, else? No. Comes with its own the side car. Right. So listen, no hidden fees. Cancel at any time. Get a free refund. If you change your mind in the first 30 days, you don't see that anymore, dude. And ladders prices are issued by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims. They are A and A plus by A and best, dude. Come on now. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now is the time to cross it off your list. So here's what I want you to do. Go to ladderlife.com slash cash today to see if you see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash cash letterlife.com slash cash dude we got a great interview right Neff? yep we have uh forex shark coming up and we're very excited to talk to him so uh let's get to it okay everybody and joining us now is uh discord reader forex shark we've uh actually spoken in the past regarding uh uh, his involvement as a possible develop, uh, a developer on our soon-to-be-released Cash Daddy's coin. And when I say soon-to-be-released, I mean 2028 once we get our shit together. <laughs> yeah. So uh, without further ado, I want to bring in 
uh, Forex Shark. He's going to talk about the London uh, Fork and how it's affecting uh, uh, the crypto markets, specifically Ethereum, Touch on Tether. And then he's going to talk to us about his project uh, that he's behind himself. So, uh, Forex, can we call you by your, your Christian name, your young Christian yeah. name? Yeah, please okay. call me John. Okay, so John, welcome to the show. So obviously, Ethereum has taken off. Uh, we all love Ethereum around here. I have a bold prediction that it's going to overtake Bitcoin someday. Oh, why don't you tell snap. Us? Shots yeah. fired. Yeah, so why Shots don't you tell us? fired. Why don't you tell us what the fuck is going on with the, uh, the hard fork? The London hard fork, which sounds yeah. like a, a, an underground gay lesbian bar or something, but what does it mean? <laughs> All right, the London Hard Fork, uh, EIP-1559. EIP stands for ETH Improvement Proposal, is a proposal to adjust the user experience for ETH transactions and also start to remove some ETH from circulation, which is extremely bullish uh, for the price. And we've seen that, you know, over the past week, the all markets have been pumping. Um, with crypto, the reason why you have this confluence where when there's, say, Bitcoin or ETH has a major pump, the rest of the market moves with it, is because we have all these deep liquidity pools where the cryptos are paired with each other. And when you're valuating something in USD, when the USD value goes up of one of them that's paired with the other, it will raise the USD prices of all of them. So that's what we're currently seeing in the market. Um, now, so, oh, real quick. So, uh -huh. so we're some, because I'm an idiot. Were some of the Ethereum coins burned? Exactly. Is that, is that what you're saying? Wow. The way wow. it works is when you, before this update, when you do a transaction on ETH, you're paying the miners. The people who are confirming the transactions on every the time you say ETH, by the way, you sound like your best friends with them, and that's like your buddy name. <laughs> like me and ETH just hanging out. You know, every I know time, ETH every, from fucking back on fourth, bro. We used to hang out fourth every time in the you, rec room. We make that slow girl suck our dicks, right? I remember that. Every time God. you say ETH, I think of <laughs> amyl nitrates and just gay poppers, but that's me. <laughs> Well, ETH made a lot, a lot more money for me than any of my friends. So I guess I'm closer to ETH than most of my friends. But so the, the way that ETH works is that you pay the miners to confirm transactions on the blockchain. Now, before this update, you would have to set the amount of ETH that you're willing to pay the miners for the transactions to go through. Now, the ETH network it doesn't do any estimation for you. So you could choose a, a value that's way too high or way too little. If it's way too little, the transaction fails and you end up not getting your orders through. If it's way too high, you end up paying all that extra ETH to the miners. Yeah, it's not like uh, putting in a stock bid where if you're too high, it'll still take it lower. You, they're giving you the opportunity to overpay if you're, if you're not careful, correct? Yeah, just for the gas. Now, if you're on um, a decentralized exchange and you can set a slippage rating and that slippage will be the amount of variance you're willing to pay to actually buy that token. But the gas is sort of like a separate additional transaction fee that you're paying and the gas, to have it go through. Gas prices are basically the, the price of putting the transaction 
on the blockchain, correct? Yeah, you're paying the miners to write the transaction on the blockchain. Y'all act like I don't know crypto. <laughs> so if, if there was an analogy to be made, is it yeah. like payment for order flow in the stock market? Well, payment for order flow, um, th there is some, some analogy there for that. Yeah, there could be. Um, I mean, how many people are controlling these markets? Is there is there a citadel, uh, you know, behind Ethereum? No, that that's the great thing about Ethereum is it's decentralized. So when the miners place a transaction, what they're doing is they're presenting this data to the blockchain and confirming it with other miners. And if and and it will look to several miners that are uh, available at the time. And if the data is the same between all of the three miners, then it will get confirmed on the chain. Now, before, when you were placing this transaction, the wallet it is what does the estimation for you. So if you use a MetaMask or a Trust Wallet, it's yep. going to try to do an estimation to get you a gas price that isn't going to fail and isn't going to be overly valued. The thing is, if you're trying to um, buy a token that just listed, say, or, um, you know, now with the NFT craze that's going on, gas prices are super expensive, the wallets have a hard time valuating a, a good price. So they'll tend Quick to- Quick segue, by the way, because mm -hmm. I've been dying to ask this question. We have not addressed NFTs in a, in a long while, and people keep asking, is the NFT thing over? Was it a flash in the pan? Is it fucking- it, 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 where, where do we go from here? What's your take? I know you're deep in this world. Yeah, well, NFTs, um, I would say the NFTs that are just basically an overpriced JPEG, uh, that is starting to die down a little bit. Although we have some you know, big name celebrities that are creating their own and they still get some buzz. But I would say the world of NFT gaming and one of my buddies uh, runs an NFT uh, bonds project. There's a lot of room for growth on that. And I think um, the next big wave is going to be NFT gaming because people understand buying digital assets in games, you know, skins for Fortnite. And yeah, all these they, want, they want the, uh, the neon coonskin cap for their Valkyrie so they can get fucking street cred. Exactly. And then, and then oh, are, are we going to get canceled for that, dude? <laughs> uh, <I don't> know. <laughs> what? You've never seen Davy Crockett and a neon coonskin cap? So, man, you did it again, dude. We're going to get canceled. <laughs> You've never played World of Warcraft, have you? Uh, no, uh, dude, ever since the video games got away from that one joystick, daddy's out. Yeah, the Atari. I'm too busy, busy killing it in 3D. I don't have to worry about I haven't the 2D. Played, I haven't played a video game since 1984 when I had a seizure playing Gauntlet, okay? That was my last video. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Pink Archer is about to die. <laughs> the YouTube algorithm the YouTube algorithm has no no context. So, yeah, they, they pick up something like that. They'll, they'll kill you. But I actually had a YouTube channel with like 30 something thousand subscribers in 2018. And I ended up getting it uh, taken down when they went after a wave of a bunch of crypto uh, channels. Okay, you know, serious question back. here, John. How old are you, first of all? I'm in my early 30s. I'm 33. Okay, so you're, you're a generation behind. If you are like packing these skins, can you like pull out your phone at a bar and be like, hey, check this out. And like a chick will come home with you because she's impressed with your digital armory. Is, is that a thing? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say that, but the beautiful thing about NFTs and crypto, 
you can buy Lambos with them, right? If you, if you have enough of them. So that's what that's do you mean, like you, virtual Lambos? No, I mean, I mean real life Lambos. So you actually have to put. I've I've noticed with girls, you actually have to take the money off chain for them to be interested, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like when yeah. when you're at a bar and you say I have Coke, they're like, uh, show yeah. me in the bathroom and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, Are I you don't saying think that hookers aren't NFT. taking fucking crypto in their wallets? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> They're accepting mana now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't wait. I guess these strippers now, you can, they got barcode tattoos. Have you seen that? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. The QR. 12 monkeys yeah. come into life and I have zero problem with it. If it speeds <laughs> up a transaction and I can <laughs> just jizz my pants and get in and out. That's $400 <laughs> extra, buddy. <laughs> so so let me just do hookers uh, make you pay the gas fee by the way do hookers try to throw on a gas fee they're like five dollars twenty dollars for the hand job fifty dollars for uh a bear back and then two, 250 for squirt juice not in ethereum though you do pay a gas fee not in ethereum i don't think they accept that today what do hookers take monero is that the outlaw coin that they take mm. it's gotta they be should. Uh, I, John, I know you want to talk, but I do have to ask this because I just watched an interview that was done a year ago with John McAfee, and he was he was coked out of his mind, and he was talking to some uh, Bitcoin maxi, and he was like, you're a fucking retard. It's all Monero. Bitcoin's never going to be worth anything. Monero is the real digital oh, currency yeah, yeah. because have you seen this? Have you seen this interview? It's hysterical. I, I, I've heard him say those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, he's dead now, so he can't say anything else anymore. But the point is, <laughs> rude, dude, what, rude. Because Sam does love Monero. What are your thoughts on Monero? Because we we know you have thoughts on just about every crypto out there. Oh, I love Monero. When I was in like early 2018, 2017, 2016, I only um, traded Bitcoin and Monero. That was it until the the DeFi movement came out and you could actually start to do cool things with your ETH. I was just Bitcoin and Monero. I was never a Bitcoin maximalist because I always saw the value of Monero and privacy. Um, I think that now we have some projects coming out like Railgun on uh, the ERC-20 network that allow you to, to have privacy on chain on the ERC-20 network and using a protocol that you can do yield farming with, you can do flash loans with. So this is kind of going to be the new wave of privacy where flash you can integrate- loans, Flash loans are just basically digital loan sharks, correct? They're a loan that you can take out, but you have to repay it by the end of the transaction. So, so who comes and breaks your knees if you don't pay it back is my question. They, they won't let you take it out if you can't pay it back. That's the thing. So it, it, what it does is you have to do a transaction like it, it's used a lot for arbitrage or um, it'll be used sometimes to liquidate some project that has a bad security protocol. And as long as you can pay that transaction back, by the end of the, tra- uh, pay that loan back by the end of the transaction, it will go through. So you're basically guaranteed to make profit if it will go through. The thing is there's so much competition on things like arbitrage. It's very hard to, um, to make a profit doing that. But if you have something like an insecure um, project that you can figure out, oh, if I can, um, for example, there's been some projects like Bunny, which was taking yeah, the price packed. of, yeah, they were taking the price of Bunny from one exchange. So what this uh, hacker did was 
they used a flash loan to pump up the price on one exchange. And then they did a trade on Bunny at this extremely uh, high value, sold their Bunny into that very high value. And then before the transaction was over, were able to use the profit they made by liquidating the, the Bunny pools to pay back that loan. And then they had all the extra, which was- And they were nice enough dollars. to leave them a note saying, hey, we fucked you. Uh, we appreciate the loan, but now we're going to take this money we just made on this. I thought that was very cool was a, of them. I think mm. that was a different, that was DeFi 100. There's no, been a few it was, projects. It was Bunny they did it on. Really? Yeah, there's been, there's been a few projects where, where something like that's, that's uh, My favorite trades are insecure trades, like trades that used to be like fat <laughs> chicks. Now they're thins, but then they still have fat chick insecurities. <laughs> Those are my favorite trades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So do you, uh, do you just date like fat women just so you could control them? Yeah. 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 No, I don't date fat chicks. I date thick chicks, bro. Thick. Mm -hmm. Thick okay. women. It's 2021, dude. You're talking about coon hats and fat chicks. Why don't you just fucking burn? Why don't you, why don't you London fork this show and burn the RSS feed too? Uh, by the way, do not bleep any of the coon talk. Uh, because that was that's part of our American history, and I don't mean racism. I mean Davy Crockett. A little respect, okay? Oh my God! <laughs> Nobody reads You're around making here. all these young people uncomfortable. Well, wait till they uh, we do the time machine and we do the intro, and they find out it's International Cat Day, and then it gets really good and uncomfortable. So it's so interesting. So I had a show on TV. It was called Wild World of Spike. It was the number one original programming show on Spike TV, but we still got canceled. Anyways, point is, so my debut, my my agent at the time decides to get me in uh, a gig in Mississippi, man. And I'd never been to Mississippi before. So I go to Mississippi, man. And like, this is like Vicksburg, dude. They like, it is like as south as you can get, dog. It's like super south. And so, I mean, set, I mean, dude, the table's white, table black, you know, and I'm doing act and I'm like, so do you guys like, like Louisiana? And they're like, they're a bunch of coon asses. And I'm like, and I go, oh shit. And there was a whole table of black people. I'm like, are you trying to start a race ride? He's like, no, man. And the black people are like, that's not a racial term. That's about dumb rednecks that live in Louisiana. So fast forward, like uh, like a, a year later, Nick Saban was talking about, he goes, you know, those coon asses. And everyone thought he was using racial slurs. Yeah. And he was just talking about a neighboring state of rednecks. Yes. Yeah. How far we have come as a society. That's it's yeah. Still Let's, Mississippi uh, dog. Um, go, go ahead, John. We got a little sidetracked here. Sorry. That's going to happen about 12 more times. Just so you know. I watched the show. I love the show. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. So, um, yeah. So I guess I'll finish or, or keep going with the London hardcore. So where, I, where, I, what I was saying was the wallets are what estimate the price, but they can't do a great job at it. So what they do is they always over, overvalue or overestimate the, the amount of gas you'll need to get filled to ensure that the majority of orders will get filled. Now, what EIP does is they've switched it from uh, just being one um, one value that is set for the gas into something called a, ba a, a base fee and an inclusion fee. Now, the base fee is uh, 
a, a price that needs to get paid every time. And it's always the, the same. And this fee gets burned now instead of going to miners. So it's um, already, it's, uh, it's burned about 16,000 ETH, which oh, is, uh, you know, a ton. It's like something like $48 million or something in just a few days now. Yeah, it was like $8,000 a minute. Yeah. Okay. Let me just pitch you my movie. Okay, here we go. They're about to burn a ton of your boys' ETH, right? Together, a pack of scumbags who got nothing to lose decide to get (laughs) in there and grab that ETH before they burn it, substituting it with Doge. Nobody knows, okay? They burn the Doge. We come out with the fucking ETH. Bang! We're banging tens. Neff, thoughts. Matt Damon plays you. you I was just going to say, Triple E's 11, hard pass, okay? What? Yeah, I don't see it, buddy. I've seen Hackers, and that was like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. You got to get a love interest, throw in some cats, and maybe I'll be interested. Belladonna (laughs) plays the lead. In. Okay, there we go. Green lit, let's go. There we go. Winner, (laughs) winner, chicken dinner. So, uh, I, you know, it's so interesting burning these like sh- shibu, nibu, boo, 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 whatever it's called. Nailed right. So like, I got really excited. Awesome. Like, I'm gonna buy like a billion of these. Okay. I'm gonna buy a billion of these. And then I'm like, if I'm buying a billion of them, how many more people are buying a billion of them? It's never going to get to a penny ever, ever. Oh no, no. It's impossible. That's, that's the mistake people make with these projects is they look at, the super, super low price and don't pay attention to market cap. So yeah. they could say, you know, all the price has to do is get to a penny and we'll all be up a thousand X, not realizing that a price, if the price got to the pe- a penny, the market cap would be, you know, 500 times the market cap of Bitcoin. And it's never going to happen. Quick so, interjection. Can you give us your take on moon coins as far as their tokenomics are concerned? Because I, I firmly believe that Safe Moon is uh, a Ponzi scheme, uh, just based on the structure alone. What are your thoughts on the tokenomics of these coins that charge uh, uh, two-way transactions? All right. So I think that um, I wouldn't call them a Ponzi just because a Ponzi is kind of a, a specific term that that infers there's some sort of fraud going on where... Yep they're saying the profit is made by some sort of respect. Uh, I shouldn't ser- have used that word. Yeah. Service or product being sold. But um, <laughs> with safe moon, for example, the developers owned the vast majority of the liquidity and then liquidity, uh, the tax was going to add more liquidity to the, to the token, allowing them to slowly siphon liquidity from the project. And when you have something like that, they're basically just um, that's a tax going directly to the developers masked as a tax that's making the system more sustainable. Okay. If, so is it a nice way? Are you saying it's, it, it, it's fraudulent, but we can't call it a Ponzi scheme or sketchy. What would be the sus? What would you, how would you describe it? Well, it's all on open source contracts that anybody can, can see. And we know the vast majority of people are not going to read those contracts or understand yeah, them. But but it's still the responsibility of the trader to do that. So I would say that it, it's definitely shady. And a lot of these products, the vast majority of products are shady. I wouldn't call it fraud. I would say it's a bad investment 
I would stay away from them. I would generally stay away from every project that doesn't have some sort of solid use case, unless you're doing some sort of short-term flip. And the way- Or it's, or it's called Cash Daddy's Coin. No, no. I think that Cash Daddy's could have some cool utility. There's, there's so many different, um, different problems that need to be solved in crypto. And, and there's so much room for great development. <laughs> It's just the vast majority of people developing tokens are copying other people's work, changing some very small variable, if that, and yeah. then and then spending all their money on marketing and promotion. Maybe they get some big YouTuber to shout it out or something like that, right. and then cashing out on millions of dollars. It's just super easy money. No one wants to do the hard work to, to solve problems, but there's okay. a ton of problems that need to be solved. Okay, I got a couple questions. So, you know, this show, we're, this is, I think, the 52nd episode. We've been cooking with gas, you know. I see what you did there. What but I do. Fees? How much are the gas fees, though? No, no, that's not what I was doing, dude. You didn't but thank do that? you. No, I did not. Okay. I did not. What I want to know is like, we've seen a real, like, slow drip of with. You know, the rise, see, I not get nothing on that one. I, I worked at it. You don't go, yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> I, was yeah. waiting for it. I, I didn't want to go there. The man, oh, you, want, you went the there man, with, well, when it wasn't the man's, happening. Then the man's project is named after a sexually transmitted disease. Okay. Literally. Oh, it's, it's not. Dude, the guy came on and talked to us. Now you're calling it his, his love of his life and STD. I will not stand for that. Okay. Mm. Let me just get my question out. Why did we see this giant, like, dry run in crypto over the last I, I, three, I four what, months? I see what you did there. Uh, what, do, what do you mean by a dry run, that big pump and then, and then a, a crash? That's it? I mean, like, you know, we were seeing this, like, kind of going up, everyone, bam, bam, bam. And now we've just seen, like, more of, like, this. It's, like, slowly going. It was slowly going down. Now, recently, we had a little uptick. But it's like, why did we see? I, is this called the bear, a bear market? Right, it was yeah. going down. Well, we had we had all, a bowl like that. We had all of those rumors. Is that a cup and handle you're trying to form in your hand? I'm trying to show you how I do crop a goblin. <laughs> I block punches. We we had all those big companies. We had Tesla, we had you know Elon, we had um Amazon saying they were gonna get into it, we had PayPal get into it. So uh, we had all these big companies buying into it and they were essentially buying the top, the ones that did. Some of them were just rumors. And uh, I, I see what you did there. Okay. Okay. By that the, joke by, is by the top. so dead right now. It's so <laughs> yeah. dead. You didn't it's see so it. dead. He just said by the top. Okay. It's so dead. It, it just, you ran it too much in a short amount of time. Okay. <laughs> so don't buy the top. No, stop, please, please. Yeah, young Evan is starting to th rethink his life right now. Okay, <laughs> go on, sir. On my apologies. Yeah. By All the right. top, where you were. So, so we had the largest companies in the world, uh, the richest people in the world, all buying, right? And, and once you have all those people buy in, you know that a lot of that demand or that perceived demand is already eaten, and then. What happens is they buy, they announce it, and then the crowd comes in and buys after them, thinking that this is a super bullish sign. All these big companies, all these billionaires bought in. But the truth is, all that demand by those billionaires with major companies it was already eaten. It's already priced into the market because they're already into it. 
And then once the crowd comes in after them, that's a major opportunity for those big players who got in before them to now take profit. And, and that's what we That saw. is we, the biggest problem, right? We're going to be, that is always what's going to happen with crypto is that people, and I get it, going to take profits. They don't see these as long-term investments, right? Not, it's like, they're not holding Bitcoin for a while. They're like getting in, they, they price goes up, they sell, right? Yeah. They're trading it like stocks. They're not trading it like a commodity that they hold, right? Yeah. They, they, well, you know, we have both both sides of the table. Some people do that. Some people don't. The people that do hold tend to do very, very well in these markets. If you're holding something with utility, with a solid market fit, you're, you're going to do well. The vast majority of people don't. Uh, a lot of people are trading and a lot of people are trading leverage. And that's another reason why we saw that massive crash. When we had that profit taking, yeah, that, we, had, that, we had basically the opposite. We have basically the opposite of a short squeeze. When you have the price dropping like that, you're taking out people that are in leveraged longs. When a leveraged long is closed, it's uh, the way that these uh, exchanges are, are designed. It's the same as opening up a short or it's the same as selling when a, a liquidated long is um, when a long is liquidated. So that further pushes the price down stopping out more people, liquidating more people, which causes more uh, pressure and it causes a train re chain reaction that, that crashes the price. And most of the corrections we've seen uh, have been 40% corrections on previous bull markets. But in this correction, we saw that you know, 40, 50% correction and, and it, it just had a record, um, a, a record amount of contracts liquidated, which just pushed the price further and further down. And, um, you know, that's what we saw now where we're very, very low. But if you just compare us to what we were, uh, you know, a year ago or a couple years totally. ago, we're way up. And, and 100%. You know. Quick question, totally John. Agree. How much of this uh, Ethereum jump is directly related to the fork? And in addition, are there tailwinds that Bitcoin is seeing because of this? Yeah, well, Bitcoin is going to appreciate whenever any of the other big projects are, are doing well, the same as they do well when Bitcoin is appreciating. Um, and that's because they share these large liquidity pools. So when you're looking at USD value, you're going to see them all appreciating at about the same time. Um, the how, do reason, alt, how do altcoins figure into this world? Well, the vast majority of altcoins are paired with ETH or BNB. Right. So they're all appreciating in USD value as well. And, you know, I, when we had that big crash, the vast majority of my holdings, my long-term holdings are in ERC-20s and some uh, Binance projects. And even though a lot of them were doing very well when the rest of the market was crashing, they were still depreciating in USD value. They were appreciating against ETH and against BNB, which is really what I look for because I have the uh, opinion that ETH and BNB and, and these major projects, Bitcoin, are going to do very well over time. So mm -hmm. I'm not really looking to, um, I'm not always looking to, to beat the US dollar. I'm typically looking to beat ETH and, and the Binance coin and, and these other projects with the opinion that ETH and Binance and these coins are going to appreciate in value. So as long as I'm appreciating against them over time, I'll appreciate that much more over USD. Okay, it's time to play Would You Rather. Uh, gun to your head, 
I say you have to put all your assets. Fuck, Mary, kill me, Evan, Chris Neff, go. I have to. I, I, I tell you right now, you have to put all of your assets into Ethereum or Bitcoin. There's no option C. What do you do? Uh, Ethereum, easy. Okay. Yeah, I think Ethereum. Uh, I think Ethereum is going to keep growing in value. I think that this um, this recent update is very very bullish for price. And then when we have ETH 2.0 come, we're going to have something that people call the triple halfening, essentially. And what that is, is the, um, the issuance of Ethereum is going to be reduced uh, drastically by about 70%. So that means the amount of Ethereum that is minted on each transaction or uh, minted every block is going to be significantly less. And now when you have a situation where ETH is burning on every transaction instead of going to miners and the issuance of Ethereum is, is going to be reduced a lot, we can see a situation where we have a deflationary Ethereum. And as these ETH are being taken from the market and the demand for it grows, we're going to see a, a, a major, well, you know, I, I, I would never promise a major increase in ETH price, but uh, as far as my analysis goes, I think we will have a major increase in the ETH price, much more than we would see in Bitcoin. I think okay. Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin has um, still has a ton of room to grow, but I think its major exponential growth phase is uh, starting to to uh, it's starting to reach the end of its major exponential growth phase, whereas some of these other projects still have that uh, where we're like mid exponential growth phase, and I think Ethereum is one of them. I think, I think if Ethereum kind of sat stagnant as Bitcoin has, then we would be in a similar situation to Bitcoin, but Ethereum isn't doing that. Ethereum is innovating, is constantly making uh, the system better and not just better as far as the user experience, um, you know, perspective, also better in um, creating a, a better sound money and something that should appreciate in value, giving the mechanics that are being worked into them. Okay, final would you rather before we get into Tether. There's only two options here. You have to get a tattoo on your forehead and walk around with it for life, okay? Or go mm -hmm. to prison for two years and then be released and never have to have a tattoo on your forehead. What do you do? Um, I would get a very, very, very small tattoo. I didn't explain to you. It's, it's, it's a third eyeball right above your forehead, right on your forehead. Oh, uh, a prison. Yeah. Maybe, it's maybe right. prison. It's the, it's the right answer. And I, mm -hmm. and we had a long debate about this a couple of weeks ago and there were a few creeps that, uh, took the tattoo, but they work in foreign stores, so they don't have <laughs> to worry about future employment. Yeah. Uh, I can do, I can do a lot of what I do from prison. Anyways, I got a phone, I, I got, uh, you know, you can't get, and wham, whams, honey they, let you, they let you use phones in prisons. I thought that's considered contraband. I, I know someone, a, a hacker that I've known for a long time that actually, um, set up a system so he could post on his website from a voice to text speech, the thing that he set up from the prison phones. And he's in a Russian, he's in a Russian gulag right now. He's actually in Ukraine right now. He fled the U.S. Yeah, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't my first interview. <laughs> That's funny you said that. But so let me just... Probably uh, will be your last after these after this line of likely. questions. Most likely. <laughs> well, he's not me. So uh, 
So let me let's just get say, into your project real quick. Let's get into your okay. project. Tell us about your project before we got a jam. What's your project? All right. Drip. Drip is a project that is the first daily ROI platform that does not pay out this daily ROI through inflation. And the way it does this is through a tax on transactions similar to some other projects. Okay, let's but, just back up. Explain mm -hmm. ROI because the only acronyms Sam knows are CIA and FBI. So <laughs> explain to us what that means. ROI means return on investment. And this return on investment is paid out in the DRIP token. So what it does is every day it pays out 1% to stakers, 1% of the amount of DRIP that they, that they deposited in the staking contract. The the drip that it pays out is coming from the tax on transactions instead of inflation. There's a ton of other, um, there's a ton of other daily ROI platforms. There's one called Flow that's been around for a couple of years. There's a ton of them. The vast majority of them pay out this um, this ROI through inflation. So what it does is it 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 depreciates the value of the token by um, paying out this reward. With DRIP, it's done through a tax on transactions. Every transaction with DRIP has a 10% tax except for buying. So when you buy DRIP, you're not paying any tax on it. So it sets up the incentive structure to reward people for buying and staking, not for transacting and selling. Gotcha. And um, currently, we have about 84% of the total supply of DRIP in the tax vault. So... The um, currently at the given rate, we could pay out this one percent daily ROI for about a year and a half without needing to tap into any other sort of um, uh, asset. You know, any any kind of um, income flow. Is this uh, B BSC or uh, ERC? Yeah, it's on BSC. Okay, and uh, the the ticker's drip. If our readers want to check it out. Yeah, drip. Uh, if you go to drip.community, we have our own swap page. You can buy it on other exchanges as well. We set it up so the tax on buying is Drip waived. Community on sounds like yeah. a hot room to me. <laughs> oh, we we said th there's another product called Flow. I'm called Drip. People are saying that they sound like um, some sort of like menstruation products or something, but. Uh, no, I just pictured a about... room full of cokeheads just tweaking. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, so so there's also a referral structure, a team referral structure where you can refer people. And the referral bonus is 10%. So it offsets the uh, tax that you'd pay to enter the staking contract. So essentially, <clears throat> if you refer somebody that deposits as much or more than you, and you buy on our platform, you'll only be paying the tax on withdrawing from the staking contract and selling. Now, the team structure is what we're using to create a use case for the token. And the, um, the team structure is currently being used to monetize um, content. So we're working with a streamer management company called Focus Visual who manages a ton of um, OnlyFans and Twitch streamers. And these are streamers that are already paying for content. 
So uh, there's millions of subscribers between all of the people under this management forum that are currently paying for content. So what we're doing is we're allowing these content creators to set up their referral teams. Now the people who join their team get ex the exclusive content that they're already paying for. So they get additional exclusive content for joining the team. And as part of the team, they'll be earning the daily ROI. So they're not actually paying out of their pocket for the content. They're just putting it into the staking contract and earning a, a, um, a daily ROI from it. The content creators are making the referral bonus, which is 10%, which is, um, you know, from what we've seen so far, a lot more than the capital that they're making is a lot more than what they would make on their current subscription model. And um, it's worked out great so far. We have some YouTubers that have in just the, uh, we've been, the project is about 120 days old. We've had several YouTubers that have made six figures on it. Um, so far, the project is up about 10%, uh, I mean, 10X from launch 100 days ago. Um, How many holders do you currently have? Uh, we currently have somewhere around uh, 13 or 14,000 holders. We have about, about 4,500 4, holders that have tokens in their wallets. And then we have about 10,000 holders that are fully in the staking contract. Um, like how I, long are the stakes? So the way the stake works and, and what makes it um, more sustainable than something where you could just deposit, make 1% a day, and then just withdraw at any point. When you stake in a drip, your stake is burned. And then it pays you back a 1% drip of what you staked. So if you, uh, so if you stake now, you would ROI on it, make a full return on your investment in it in a hundred days, and you can only earn up to three hundred and sixty-five percent. So that's where it's capped out. So this is why I was saying that it's it's a sustainable model that can afford to run like this for uh, if no one else joined the system, it could it could sustain itself for over a year now, but more people are joining the system all the time. And it's sustainable because it caps out the max amount you can earn. It also has um, whale taxes. For example, if you're trying to withdraw over 1% from the staking contract, there's 5% of it goes back into the tax vault to pay out fees. And that increases all the way up to 10% of total supply you can't withdraw more than 10% of the total supply. It's impossible to do from the system. It won't let you. And um, it caps you out. So it's not a system where if you go over that, then there would be some debt that you wouldn't be paid. It will tell you that you're capped out once you reach that amount. So the, the, um, so the goal of the system was to create the most sustainable passive income platform. And then through partnerships, give it additional utilities. For example, the, um, the partnership with Focus Visual for the um, content monetization. We have a partnership with a poker platform that you can use the drip tokens for uh, poker tournaments. We have um, a launch pad that is currently doing uh, exclusive pre-sale deals for people that have drip staked in the drip platform. Um, we have several 
yield farms that are allowing you to um, add drip liquidity to their native token to earn their farm reward token. So, so you can use drip for lending, um, you know, liquidity providing for automatic market makers um, and arbitrage and all the other various things that, um, that yield farming. So if, uh, if anybody's interested, uh, um, we could send them to drip community. Do you have a, a white paper up there published? They can take a look at. Yeah. If you go to drip.community, okay. you go there, you see, uh, we're, we're fully audited. We have uh, a light paper on there. We have a tutorial on there. Uh, okay. We have a telegram group that if you go in the telegram group, we have a ton of people in there that are willing to help. Uh, and because of the team system where you're earning rewards for bringing more people on, um, there's a ton of people on there willing to help because they know if they're, if they're on there, they're helping people, they'll often be rewarded. And if any of our members are directly interested, can they reach out to you on the discord and ask you questions as well? Will you answer there? Yeah, of course. You can reach out okay. to me on there. Um, you can reach out to me on the Telegram. Um, and I'm always available. And I have administrators that are always available, always ready to go. Okay. Um, well, we appreciate I got a question. Oh, go ahead. Final question. Final question. Where do you think Bitcoin's going to end up? Um, I think that Bitcoin is going to appreciate in value. <laughs> Actually, I could share a chart right now. Um, let me see. Um, all right, right here. All right, so I'm going to share. This is a current. Um, all right, let me just zoom up here. What are we playing? Space Invaders here? <laughs> this, all right, so this, this is a chart that I use. And I, the reason why I use this system is because it lets me know when large whale orders are coming in. What these uh, white shadings are, are when a large whale order, which um, the way I determine a whale order is a certain percentage of the, the given volume that is traded that day. When a large limit order is placed within a 1% move of the price and those orders are being filled, that lets me know that whales have placed giant orders at these prices and they're allowing those orders to get filled, which shows it's not just spoof orders. It's, it's orders that are intended to get into either short or long the market. Did you just now, say spoof or spook? Spoof. There's something oh, okay. called spoof orders where market makers and large whales will place orders that they never intend to get filled in order to manipulate the, the, the data so it looks like there's more people wanting to get short or more people ah, wanting to get gotcha. long. That gotcha. tricks the retailers to thinking, oh, yeah. all these people want to get long, I better buy. When in reality, those orders never intended to get filled. It's just large people manipulating the market. The reason why I have it, this, this kind of system that gives me the shading once those orders were placed within a 1% price move is because when they're placing these orders within a 1% price move, um, they don't just place one order either. These whales need to scale into the market because they, they have too much of a price impact if they were just to open all their trade at once. So they place uh, orders, various orders, and when they place multiple orders within a 1%, um, within 1% of the price and those orders start to get filled, it will give me this white shading. That lets me know whales are placing orders there and getting filled. So you can see that at the last talk, we, we had one of these signals. And now we're having a very strong one right here. But this yellow shading under it means that there's also uh, whale orders that are in between 1% and 2.5% away from the price. So my whole trading strategy is 
to trade in the direction where the most people are going to get liquidated. So I have these, um, this, these two, um, this is where I'm pointing. I don't know if you can see my, my mouse here. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. It says long for a short total absolute uh, perpetual yeah. finance futures and long short total trader top positions. So the top positions are taking what the the largest position sizes and what their long versus short ratio is. And then the total is what everybody on the Binance exchange, what their positions are. And what I look for is a, div a divergence between top positions and global positions. When I see that the whales are, are starting to buy, but the uh, total positions are still shorting, I know that... Um, the market is likely to reverse now to go on the side of the whales and stop out and liquidate these, um, you know, the retail traders essentially. So I use um, a combination between tracking liquidation, aggregated um, liquidation levels, open interest, which tell me uh, how many orders were opened at these prices. And I look for divergences between long for a short ratios to try to get on the side of the whales and in the direction that will liquidate the most retail. And okay. it's, it gives so me a solid edge. I get, I understand. What, I, I don't understand what you're saying, but I, I'm going to act like I do. So, because the, you're super yeah. smart and I'm just like monkey hitting yeah. keyboards. Yeah. Tell so, us when you get a time machine and come back to us. We're impressed, yeah, I would, but we need to see next level. You're well, like trying say, to bring fire to cavemen. They're like, no, me throw poop. So what I would say is on the short term right now, I think that we're going to have a, a bounce in Bitcoin because okay. of these signals that I just had. Give me, the, I'm going to yell out some coins. You yell out what you think they could get to. Are we playing password? I love no, this game. I'm just yelling out coin names. You tell me, hey, I think it could get to this price. I could try. I don't like, I don't know. if I We're could. not going to hold a gun to your head. Okay. Right? Unless you're into that. <laughs> Bitcoin. What do you think you could get up to? I think I think Bitcoin could get up to you know the hundred k levels that people have been talking about for a long time, and I think it could happen before the end of the year. When we have uh, moves on these markets, we typically see the greatest moves in the last ten percent of that time frame of a run. I still think if you look at the overall trend, we are in a bullish trend. We just have had a deep retracement, and we should see the major the major pump of that move in the last 10% of it. And uh, if you look at cycles, it's looking like it could be around September or, or a little bit later in the year. And I think we could hit that 100K, um, you know, price that, that we're talking about. Come Ethereum. Rocket. Mm, come I don't know anything about Come Rocket, honestly. No, but yeah. it, it, that's the correct answer yeah. to that, by the way. Uh, Ethereum, what do you think you get to? I, I would just say, I think Ethereum is going to outperform Bitcoin. I think it's going to outperform yes. Bitcoin in a major way. Um, I think that we're going to do um, ETH 2.0 should be out. It's looking at, at some point early next year. It always gets pushed back, so it might not be early next year. And I think that we'll probably likely have some sort of major correction when that first comes out, some sort of buy the rumor, sell the news situation. But I think that will be the catalyst that eventually really pushes up higher and starts to make okay, us final out. coin, final coin, because we have a lot of people bullish on this Cardano. Cardano. I, I want to ask about Monero. 
Okay, final question, because we have one person interested in this. Monero. I think uh, Monero is great. I think Monero will increase overall with the price of the rest of the market. I think it's the, um, I think it's right now the premier uh, privacy coin, but I do think that it's going to be, um, it's going to start to be overshadowed by advancements in other chains that have more uh, use cases, such as privacy models that work on the ERC-20 network. And when that happens, um, it will mean some trouble for Monero. I still think that Monero is a solid product that's here to stay, and they could make some improvements as well. But I wouldn't look for Monero to outperform, um, you know. So what? Give me a number. What do you think you get up to? Three, four hundred, three thousand, five thousand. I don't even know what the price of Monero is right I now. I think it's so. like two forty. Two forty? Yeah, I definitely think it could. I think that Monero could do, you know. Um, a five x just like Bitcoin could do a five x and, and all of the major tokens in the uh you know all of the major tokens in the crypto space could all do that major move and I think when Bitcoin rises Monero will rise with it and I think there's this very very solid use case for Monero and I use Monero currently um I just think with that what lady boys <laughs> I use Monero for privacy what everybody uses Monero for I love love, I love that Monero. that would be a yes on that. Brother, thank you so much for coming on. You crushed. Thank Thanks, you, John. Man. And we'll be in touch again. And like I said, uh, go check out John's site, uh, Drip Community. I love it. And yep. uh, if you're a reader in the Discord, jump in and ask him a question. He's very responsive. So thanks, thanks for man. your time. And um, we'll see you uh, on the flip side. Thanks, man. Just just so everybody knows, Drip.community. Community is like drip. our com. Drip.community. Community. All right. Thanks, brother. I appreciate thanks. you having me on. John, you're, all, you're a stud. Thanks, man. I'm a big fan, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank bye. you. Get that thanks. boy ass. And we're back. We're uh, back. We are I gotta back. Tell you, learned a lot. Learned a lot. I got to tell you, I learned a lot. Um, I'm. This is a big deal, man. Uh, I didn't realize that the burn was as big as it was when it comes to Ethereum. I told you before, <laughs> I think it... <laughs> I see what he did there. Is that what you're going to do? No, no. The burn was as big as it. It sounds like you're on a different show. Sounds like a medical show. Okay. I, here's my feeling. Having quit. I, look at this. I, hey, I would have quit a long time ago. I mean, don't quit. Come back. My feeling is this. I think Ethereum has been bridging that gap to Bitcoin. And I know you love Bitcoin. But my positions that I'm adding to right now uh, are Ethereum only. Um, that's the only thing that I'm interested in buying. I just think the disparity between uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin is just going to keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So I'm bullish on Ethereum. Um, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I would admit I wouldn't buy right here because I think we're going to see a pullback. Um, maybe a five. I think it dropped 5% in the last hour. I got a notification. So um, if you want to, uh, to, to buy and hodl, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking to buy it immediately and trade it, I, I'd wait and see if it pulls back another 3 or 4% because uh, it has dropped 5%. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm glad. I wish him luck with his product, too. Um, it sounds really cool. Um, again, guys, he's accessible. Reach out to him in the Discord if you're interested. Ask him some questions on it. Um, so should we get uh, to uh, what we, we like this week? Or Evan, do we have any announcements? I feel like we haven't made an announcement 
except it's International Cat Day. And yeah, like, you already announced that at the beginning. Nobody recognized it. In yeah, because we all have lives. Okay, well, here's the thing. Evan, I sent you a video. Don't You don't need to bring it up now. You can, you can you. put it in later in the show. But, so, Neff, what yeah. we'll do is at the end of the show, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave. And then mm-hmm. you could do all the cat stuff you want at the end. I, I, at the I, end. I have to stay the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you can have 15 minutes <laughs> no, no, on no, cats. No, 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 Okay? I have to stay you know to the how tight, Do you know how tight my hour is getting based okay. on integrating my cat material into my new hour? That's That, that sentence perfect. could have gone a lot of different ways. Hey, hey, it's perfect. Okay. You, how this, long this did you sit down race. and write that out? <laughs> Buddy, I've been telling the perfect joke for about 13 years. Okay. And how long right? have you been single? Not that long, but close. Okay. And I don't think we need to make this personal right now. Okay. It's International Cat Day. If any other day of the week you want to do it, fine. But it's International Cat Day. A little respect. Nice. Um, nice. So let's, let's go ahead and get to the picks. Um, what do you like, uh, E? So I'm going to go with Hex this week. I'm going wow. with Hex because not just for the week, this is going to be a long-term hold for me because mm-hmm. ever since I've had Hex, this thing just keeps going up. Right. So it's gone it just, down a little bit. It, that's what it does, though. It goes par- parabolic. It goes parabolic, and then it retracts a little bit. And the huge crashes that we have in you know, Bitcoin and all this stuff, it's affected, but it's not affected the same as all these other cryptos. It's crazy. I mean, I, I doubted it. I know you got like how we doubted a little bit, everybody, but I mean, it's, it, it proved itself. And I'm, I'm not a hexagon, but the thing's making me money. What did you so call me? Hexagon. Okay, back up. Here's the thing we need to talk about with hex. Sam, this is very important. So I want you to listen. You know, you can stake your hex, correct? I do know that. I choose not to. Okay. Evan, have, have, are you going to stake your hex? You could stake it for anywhere between a day to 15 years. Stake yeah. it. Come I, on now. Stake it. Stake it. Come I have not staked now, it yet, stake it. but I, play, I plan to because I'm just going to hold this thing. My, but my point is, if you're in love with it, you don't just marry it. You, put it, you stake it. Get the so, bigger gains. Right. If you believe that in reminds it. me of that Ram song. You remember Ram it? Come on. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Come on. Now stake it, stake please, it. Please don't Come be on. like that. Right it, a fucking shotgun. I don't understand. Like you think this is a game. I do think this no, there's one game, dude. And I'm killing that game right now, dog. Oh boy. What is this? A rocket launcher? Boom. Uh. How light is that? It looks like it's a toy gun. Is no, it- dude, it feels good, dude. Does it? I feel like I'm in the suicide squad when I hold this shit. Are you gonna add a bumper stock to it and take it next level? No, dude. I don't want. I don't need to go next level. I'm at the net. I am the level. Okay, that's who I am. I'm, I'm sure top level. Anyway. I'm the level boss. Uh huh. We're gonna need so, some video of you, you shooting this at the range, dude. Yeah, I will, dude. I, I go home for a week, guys. I go home mm. for a week. I'm going to go see my family. I'm at my 30th reunion. Wow. Yeah. How old are you? High school? Almost 23. Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't even in your dad's nuts when I was graduating. (laughs) You weren't even there. You were still in that interdimensional shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go there, hang out with my uh, family if they'll see me. My mother's very worried about the Delta variant. So we'll see what happens with that. 
And then uh, I'm going to hang out and just do that, dude. So if you want to know what my picks are, buy land. That's my pick. Get into land. Buy property. I'm looking at some different places. I can't say right now because Neff will run and tell people in my life. So I can't say it out loud, but I'm looking and I'm looking to put together a, a fucking clan of killers. Okay. We'll all live near what, each what other. That? Okay. Just, just, just stop with the subtext. Just tell us what the big plan is. It's okay to say, I want to be a cult leader. Okay. I don't want to be a cult leader. Okay I'm a Ronin, say, dude. I don't want to lead compound. anybody. You should never have leaders. That's okay. not, I'm the worst cult leader in the world. Cause I'm just like, don't follow me. I'm illiterate. About, can you use the word compound? Lozenges. Okay? Lozenges. <laughs> By the way, great meme. Whoever came up with that <laughs> yeah, one. For real. Yeah. Um, Lozenges. Okay. So it is land. Property. Buy property. property. Okay. And dude, I, I think you guys should start getting some of this crypto. I know Neff feels like another crash is coming, but I have a feeling we got some crypto coming. There's no way that Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin aren't going to pull back a little bit from what they did. They've already pulled back. We've been pulling back forever. Yeah, Neff, well, Bit- you, you're, you're always a- pulling out so much you don't put it in. That's how much you're pulling out. I see what you did there. That's actually pull a out? Hey, I, I'm so pulled out. I'm not going to put it in. That's hey, how much I'm pulled look, out. Look, I'm not going to suck your dick multiple times. It's a good joke. Write it down. I say use it for Christ's sake. Okay. But let's move on. Okay. It's a good joke. Okay. <laughs> hey, here's my point. Bitcoin touches. You know when that's like, oh, that was a good one. We started like crying. Oh, Bitcoin okay. touches. I was going to say it's a bad joke. Enjoy it. Bitcoin just touched 45, okay? Ethereum uh, was over 3K. These are, uh, these are major pushes in the last week and a half. They're going to come back a little bit. So mm-hmm. like I said, if you're Sam and you're hodling, just keep dollar cost average and do what you do. If you want to get a better price, I say wait for a little bit of a pullback. It's going to happen. Um, okay, so I have land and um, uh, Evan? Hex. Hex. He okay. said hex, bro. Okay. Long term, long term, not just for the week. But but not stake it. Because I staked my hex. So for the record, yeah. mine's locked up. I can't touch it. You like uh, your hex stake? Do you throw a little A1 on that too? Maybe some side stake yeah. it. Come on now, <laughs> stake it, stake yeah. it. Come I, on I, now, I, stake I it, like stake. my hex like like I like my women. Oh, locked up. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's a good one. You yeah. should use hey, it. Right. I would do. I would do. Use it. Oh, All right. Man. So right um, before Jeez. I get to, before I get to my picks, there is a woman. What'd you say I should use as a joke? I forgot. Hey, just roll the tape back. We can just watch. You know what? Just watch the podcast tomorrow. Okay. Um, there is a woman, a beautiful woman in the Discord. She goes by Evolution eighty eight. Now she's been trying to ask you this question for three like three weeks, but sometimes. Some just happened with Neff. This is the gods talking. We should end the show. Thank you, tech lords, for doing to, for us what we can't do for ourselves. That's an AA. That's an AA. God, grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change as I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, okay. he's totally, oh, he's back. No? Okay, can you hear me? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
So, Not all miracles are permanent. Sometimes they're just fleeting. Yeah, they're called abortions. Okay. Oh, why you gotta get political, bro? We have some Christians in this show. Okay. So to continue, Evolution 88 has been dying to ask you a question. Okay. But sometimes you're like that guy that goes uh, uh, to the wife and says, hey, I'm going out for a Kit Kat bar and then disappears for a week because they're on a fucking bender and doesn't show up when I'm ready to ask the question for you to be here. She says, I have a question. It wasn't able to get answered because at the time, Sam wasn't on the podcast for Wednesday's reader questions. I am hoping that since you guys are on Mondays now, I could get my question answered. Emoji, heart, heart, heart. Are you only asking this because she's a smoke show? Of course. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, hold on. I'm that. only asking because she's one of five female members on the Discord, man. <laughs> For real. So they're all okay. smoke shows. They're all smoke shows. My question all is. Ladies, take it. Come on home now. Take it. Take it. Okay. Sam, since he has mentioned Start Engine, I've done some research and I like what I see. I've also invested in PVP. I'm looking into investing in America's seven football league. I want yes. to know, I want to know if he also thinks this would be a good investment considering the NFL has changed a lot over the years. Can you please answer this woman's question? Uh, I think that people can't get enough of football. And I think that people are kind of, the NFL is going to get more and more woke. And they're going to be like, you're going to watch us no matter what we do. And they're going to learn what everybody else has learned. We're not going to watch it. The, the, the uh, American seven football league. Okay. Dude, it's that bare knuckle. If I could invest in bare knuckle fighting, I'd do that too. I love the way they market their, their league. And I like, I like uh, no helmet, no pads football. And I think it's, I think it's the future. Okay. Uh, can you also address uh, PVP for her as well, since you only answered half the question? Uh, I like PVP because I think that these these gamers are, are the future. I think we're just going to I work. believe the gamers are the future. Stake it. Come on now, stake it, stake it. <laughs> and that's why I just like, I like the business model. I think it's just a matter of time. You get the right whale on there. All, everybody will come and, and all the... All the gamers will talk to each other. And that's my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, um, before I get to my picks, we need oh, to. You still haven't done your picks? No. It's very important that we uh, recognize the fact that this is basically uh, meme earnings week. Okay. We've got AMC uh, reporting on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Huge, huge memory. We've seen that stock just dump. We have Coinbase report reporting on Tuesday. Okay. We have Clover on Wednesday, okay? We have Airbnb and Wish on Thursday. A lot of people uh, in the Discord are in on these stocks. Now, I think this is a little risky, but I think Coinbase is going to smash earnings, and I think people are going to catch up, and they're going to buy it after earnings. So this is a little bit of a bold prediction, but I say buy coin before Tuesday's earnings, okay? So that's my pick of the week. I'm also recommending SoFi. Now, SoFi, I've been, uh, I'm down on it. Um, I think it, it had a little too much um, speculation as a SPAC. 
uh, but I think it's going to uh, to take off. It's a long-term hold for me. I'm not going to sell it. They're so good at what they do. They're, they're, they're basically trying to be Robin Hood. And by the way, we didn't even address the Robin Hood insanity that was Robin Hood, um, you know, with that massive 120% gain in two days and then a pullback and still 80% up from IPO. Um, I, I don't mind being uh, wrong about stocks and I certainly, meaning buy them and being wrong. And I certainly don't mind about not telling people to buy things that go up if I still don't like the underlying product. And I don't with Robinhood. I think payment for order flow is a ridiculous, ridiculous business to be valued at whatever, $60 billion, which is what they essentially are. And Gary Gensler's made it clear he's going to be looking at it. Whether he has any power or not, I don't know, but I still don't like Robinhood. I think you could probably swing trade it, but you know, a lot of those guys came out with their S1 and said, you know, we're selling. So uh, if you trade it, be careful. Um, I wouldn't buy and hold it long-term. So I just want to mention that. And then final, final pick is buy. So you like you at right now, Coinbase is at 258. You like it. I love it at this price. I think you are going to see uh, it beat earnings. And I think you are going to see it pop after earnings. And that's and what mainly, do you think get up to? Eh, maybe 10, at the most 10% after earnings. But I think that this is a, a chance for them to bounce back after their lackluster IPO. So if you're not into it and you want to play it, I take a shot at it Monday morning. Um, like I said, they're going, I, they're going to report Tuesday, I believe, after the bell. It's worth the, it's worth it's worth the play in my 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 estimation. I'm holding it long regardless at this point. Love and it, bro. Lastly, uh, I have a recommendation, and it's called um, "Don't Be a Child and Be a Man and Buy Yourself a Real Fucking Shotgun." And when I say that, I mean buy a Benelli for Christ's sake. None of these. Whoa! Little shots blankets. fired. I see what you shots did there. I see what you fired. Did yeah. You said it. You dog, can't I got everything, dude. I got it all, dog. Don't you that, worry about the kid. That gun is a piece of plastic, okay? Oh, my God, Neff. You're going at me, bro. You did Somebody has plastic. to. Hey, don't at me, bro. Don't at me. <laughs> Buddy, I never at you, except when I'm uh, making fun of you saying the word lozenge. Then you need to know lozenge. you've been at it. Get yourself a real gun, okay? Make sure it's made out of metal. Okay, make sure it's not going to jam on you. Okay, buy a Benelli, everybody. They're the best home security. You don't think I own? You don't think I own a, a regular shotgun? I think you, you have an th arsenal. I think you have an arsenal because I think you think the government is going to come and try and take away your freedoms. And I think you probably have Maltev cocktails and fucking. Napal I do not. I do not. I'm a peaceful farmer, bro. Paint I'm a peaceful farmer. That you made out of mason jars that say ball on them, for Christ's sake. Bro, I'm a peaceful farmer, dude. So that's it. Get yourself a real shotgun. No, no plastic guns. Unless it's a Glock and you put it in your fucking hand and, you know, whatever. I know, I know technology has come a long way, but I don't think that's, that's, that's a proper gun. Not for you. I like uh, something a little bit longer as well. That's just me. I understand you feel like you know. you're in the movie Aliens and you want to shoot it from your hip. That's fine. You're going to be a lot more accurate holding it like a gun's supposed to be held, but that's just me. Okay. Who, 
Who loves you, buddy? Who loves you? I think we all, I, I don't think the question is who loves you. I think the question is, do you love yourself? That is, do you most- love me? No, boom, no. Boom. do you stake it? Come on now, stake it, stake just it. Love, just love yourself, everybody, guys. Uh, today's was a great show. Howie couldn't make it because Howie was doing Howie shit in New York, living in the streets, talking to the people, making love to the hobos, bro. That's how it is, man. But he'll be back. I will not be here next week because I'm trying to take a week off because I'm losing my mind this time, this time. I'm losing my mind. So that was it. Hey, guys. If you want to see me, I have some new dates on the calendar at samtriplee.com. I'm now doing small gigs around to work new material because I'm old school and I like a tiny crowd to work new material. So go to samtriplee.com, check out my dates, and we'll make it happen. Is this a bad time for me to call you out and say, what about that Thursday I've got, a, I got you headline booked for? It's a small room. Yeah, well, I mean, we can make it happen. Okay. Well, respond to my text thread. It's Thursdays. All right. I'm waiting like till I'm, after I'm, cat day. So I'm I know like, I just weird. feel like, I feel like I'm your agent. You don't even fucking return my calls. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm so bad guys. Uh, as we leave final thoughts from young Evan Hand. Shout out mustaches. Shout out mustaches. Enjoy your happy, week. Happy Make international. Paper. Happy international cat day, everybody. Um, have a great week. Have a great week.